This week on the show, our pop culture news. We talk about Curious George, a Halloween boo fest. And fortune cookies. It's Halloween 2022. And you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Yep, anytime. Yeah, you came came all the way down here from upstairs. (laughs) Wow. It was a long road. Long travel, but never made it. What was the traffic like? It was pretty late. Got some cats running down the stairs. Uh, Yeah, I was just going to say, did you trip over the cat? Pretty close, but not today. All right. So, welcome, everyone. This is Lunchbox Reaction. It's our special Halloween episode that... Spooky. Spooky, yeah. It's actually coming out on Halloween. Yay. Yeah. Spooky. (laughs) And so since we saw that last week, we decided we would uh, do a special show about Halloween, uh, Curious George. (laughs) Yes. Which I wasn't really sure the kids really wanted to do. I didn't know if they were pulling my leg, but they said, no, we really want (laughs) to do this. I'm so excited. Okay. So uh, before we do that, though, let's do our pop culture news. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Um, my news for this week is actually from last week. So, <gasps> sorry, it's a week late. So old news. So I have to go back and listen to last week's now? No, it's it's news that's from last week. Okay, so it's old news. Yeah. <laughs> old news. I just had two things to do last week, and Sims was more interested to me. But my other news from last week is that uh, Taylor Swift released a new album called Midnight's. And that, I like Taylor Swift, like... I know my friends are super big fans of hers, so this is for them. <laughs> okay, so so here's my question for for someone my age to someone your age. <laughs> How do you find out about new music? Because when I was a kid, we all listened to the radio, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, I had a radio in my room, and I would just listen to the radio all the time, and I, I never hear you two listen to the radio at all. So, well, it's probably like like social media, like the artists post stuff when they've got albums coming up. And then yeah, people who like them are gonna look and see it if they follow them. There are a lot of people who really like certain musicians. So when they find out they have a new album, they tell everyone. Like if you've got Spotify or Apple Music, it'll give you a notification. If you have like TikTok or something, you'll mm-hmm. just hear that music everywhere. So is it less organic then? You do you seek it out, or I mean, do you randomly find music at all? Like sometimes when I open random Spotify playlists and I'm like, oh, this is a this is a bop, and I just like it. There are a lot of just YouTube shorts songs that I hear that are popular, and I'm like, oh, this is popular, huh? Okay, yeah, I don't know, just wondering. I'll go next. My news is that there is a new show coming out on Netflix called Blockbuster. And I saw the trailer for this, and I thought the show is targeted right toward me, I think. It is a show about the last blockbuster in America, the old video store chain. And they closed down uh, many, many years ago now. But but I think there was one that was famously in business for a long time, uh, renting videos. So it's a comedy. It, uh, it stars Randall Park and Melissa Fumero. You might recognize them. Uh, Randall Park plays Jimmy Woo in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And you might know Melissa Fumera. She played Amy Santiago in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <gasps> so, yeah, they're the two leads in the show. It looks it looks funny, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's coming out on November 3rd on Netflix. Oh, I'm going to watch that if Amy Santiago's in it. That sounds fun. 
I'll be interested in that. Maybe we can review it. Yeah, I, my guess is it's... Oh, no, I guess it's on Netflix, so it'll probably all come out at once, won't it? I was going to say it's a mm-hmm. weekly thing, but no, it's... <laughs> I'm showing my age again. Ah. You're so old, Dad. Old man. You would have gray hair if you had any. It's okay. It's Halloween. He can be a wizard if he wants. Yeah. I can be a lizard? <laughs> a wizard. You're a wizard, Brian. I mean, you can be a lizard, too, but... That would be interesting. My pop culture news for this week is that there's going to be a holiday special of Guardians of the Galaxy. Again? Where all the Guardians try and go find Kevin Bacon for Peter Quill. Nice. That's fun. I'll watch that. Just from the trailer. It looks pretty interesting. Is Groot an adult now? I think. He's like a young adult in it in like the two mm-hmm. seconds that he's in. In the preview trailer, he's at least as tall as all the other people. Oh, he's growing up. I'm not ready. They grow up so fast. <laughs> yeah, but I'm interested in it. We get to see more of Drax's and Mantis's love, too, I think. Now into our main topic for this week, the 2013 animated film Curious George Halloween Boo Fest. To start off the film, we should probably, like, talk about the plot though it is kind of everywhere (laughs) well curious george and the man with the yellow hat are living in the countryside it's halloween everyone's excited but there's a legend about this spooky scarecrow who like comes out in halloween to kick off people's hats and bland everyone's freaking out about it and yeah george wants to find out more so then george goes pumpkin hunting and we meet all of his friends and then we go, we go to the city and we see the start of this big boo fest thing that's going to happen soon and Curious George thinks oh I need a fun costume to win the what what is it called the, the costume contest no not the costume contest to win the specifically Didn't you write it down the Kurtzberg 828 recharging electric leaf sucker pater that's the prize for winning the contest. It's like a leaf yeah. vacuum. Since uh, the man with the yellow hats, he's like raking up the leaves, but he's got back pain. So George wants to buy the succopator for the man. So, you know, he doesn't have to go through as much back pain, but secretly because he just wants to be able to jump in the leaf piles more. That silly Curious George. So, yeah, Curious George picks out the outfit of the scary scarecrow who is called No Noggin since he does not have a head. Isn't he making the outfit of the man in the yellow hat? Well, at first he thought it would be. No, at first he's making the outfit for the man in the yellow hat, and it just happens to look like No Noggin. No, at first he was making one for No Noggin, then he saw the man in the yellow hat, and I was like, oh yeah, he's way better than No Noggin. I thought he was just always making it for the man in the yellow hat. No, when the man in the yellow hat fought the costume, then Carrie George thought it should be him. Oh, well, I don't know. We'll have to rewatch it. <laughs> you hear that, Dad? Yep, you can rewatch it because we're the proud owners of it. <laughs> we're going to rewatch it with so you. Sad. Yeah, I, I bought this movie so we could review it. And then just today I was looking on the PBS Kids app on our Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And it's there. We could just watch it anytime we want. <laughs> well, now we have <laughs> it, though. Like, if, I don't know, if something happens to PBS Kids, we've got it. <laughs> That is true. Wait, that means we can watch all the other Curious George movies, too. <laughs> Curious George holiday special coming <laughs> up. All right, so back to this movie. Are you, are you gonna, <laughs> you're just ranging far afield. 
we really like Curious George movies, Dad, okay? <laughs> Evan, do you remember the first time you watched this movie? No. Because I do. Yeah, Evan would have been three. <laughs> you would have been six, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the first time you watched this movie. Do you want to tell about it, Linnea? Yeah, so me and Evan went to, like, a little daycare when we were young kids. And, like, sometimes they would just play TV and they... Uh, started playing Curious Stewards in the Halloween Boo Fest. And, yeah, back then we were just terrified of it. Like, it scared the crap out of us. Like, we were screaming and crying because it was just <laughs> so scary. It was so It was the scarecrow. Like, its leg would grow really long and just kick off people's hats, like, out of nowhere. It was, like, freaking... Like, it was freaking us out. It was so scary. It was, like, really off-putting to see that leg just enlarge. Mm-hmm. Like, what the But you just said that you didn't remember it. I'm assuming. (laughs) You're assuming the thoughts of your three-year-old self. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, Linnea came home from daycare crying and talking about this scary movie that the daycare provider made them watch. And, uh, you know, my wife and I just kept looking at each other going, why would she make them watch a scary movie? We could not understand what was going on. And in between Linnea sobbing and trying to get out what was happening, we we discovered that it was this Curious George thing. (laughs) So we started watching it, and we could not figure out what it was that was so scary. But in the mind of a six-year-old, I guess it's it's pretty scary. (laughs) It's so scary. Or five-year-old. You're probably five. I remember that night having a super vivid nightmare about it. Really? Wow. (laughs) Like, I don't remember anything about it now. I just remember, it, like, being like, what the heck was that? Yeah, you came home and you were crying, no noggin, no noggin. <laughs> you couldn't understand what, like, what? You <laughs> lost his head. The deer ate it. <laughs> yeah, but it's a terrifying movie. So you're going to wrap up the story or what, or should I? You can do it. Oh, uh, you can do it. All right, so... Yeah, there, there's a subplot of the largest pumpkin in town, and George and the man with the yellow hat help the farmer get the large pumpkin into town. Meanwhile, George and uh, a little girl in the neighborhood take some pictures of of well, of uh, no noggin, what supposedly no noggin is, and they figure out that it's a squirrel living in a tree, <laughs> taking people's hats and storing nuts in them for the winter. You know, because you don't want to put the nuts you're going to eat during winter into the dirt. No, like, no, you don't want them to touch the ground. Terrible. <laughs> so uh, eventually, all the pumpkins roll into town, and <laughs> like they literally they roll literally into town. roll into town. Uh, the neighbor pumpkin farmer wins, and then uh, and uh, of course, Curious George wins the costume contest. Actually, it's a tie, so so but- two people get the succinator. <laughs> But George doesn't tell anyone that no noggin isn't real. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that could be one of the things we could talk about, too. Anyway, <laughs> so so my first question for you two is, why did you want to review this movie in, in particular? Because I just think it's funny. <laughs> because we need a Halloween special, Dad. And this is the best movie to do a it's Halloween my, special. It's my favorite of. Halloween movie. What age do you think this is aimed at? Definitely, like, kids under 10. For sure, yeah. But you two really love it, though, right? <laughs> I love it, because I watched it when I was six, so... <laughs> so it, so is, does it have this high nostalgia factor, then? Yeah, probably for me. 
Yeah. It's like all the, everything they say just been really funny because like I revert back to my six-year-old self like watching So the nostalgia factor is high. So what's a favorite point in this movie? What what uh, stands out to you or what makes it real Halloween-y? Every time I think about this movie, like the first things I think about are these two scenes and like the f- like one of the scenes is like the rolling pumpkin scene. Like, so it just... It starts from just being a little simple chase scene where, like, George is just trying to run to town, but, like, slowly it starts escalating more and more. Like, this little, all these pumpkins start chasing him. The giant, like, the little pumpkins, like, roll to the giant pumpkin and push the giant pumpkin down. Curious George is wearing his costume, so, like, everyone thinks he's no nog, and then they're running away. <laughs> it's really funny. And then the other scene is just... This kid brushing his teeth, but it's he brushes it so weirdly that it looks like a beard on his face. <laughs> and those are the two th- scenes I think about every time I think of the movie. I don't think of any scenes in particular, but I always think of the face of Herbert Nenninger when I think of this movie. Who is a very like old and dead farm owner who was the owner of the Onion. <laughs> Great description. Thank you. And he looked just like a bunny. So they named a bunny after him. And now there's Herbert Nenninger, the rabbit. What did you all think of the songs? Because when we were all watching the movie, we kept commenting about how they all seemed like Phineas and Ferb songs. Yeah, so like for a long time, I went through this phase. It was like a two-year phase where I never watched this movie, like not even once. And like I couldn't, I would get the song stuck in my head, but I couldn't remember what they were from, and I just assumed that they were from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> yeah, I had totally forgotten this was a musical at all. Are the other Curious George movies musicals, too? I don't know. I've only watched the Christmas one, and I only watched it once, so I don't remember. Yeah, so this movie has, what, at least three songs? Three or four? I think, like, four. Yeah. And do, do you like them? Are they catchy? I think that they're pretty catchy. Well, at least the one where they're like inside their house and like flying against. That one's pretty catchy. That's the most Phineas and Ferb one out of them. (laughs) And it is literally just my Halloween song. If I can list like one song for me that I hear and I think of Halloween, it's that song. Like, I don't know. I just think about the Curious George Halloween movie and that song instantly gets stuck in my head. Now, what is your favorite quote in this movie? Because there, <laughs> there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good quotes in it. Probably my favorite was, uh, and I happen to write this down. This little kid says, "It's not like your house is haunted, only your yard, <laughs> and only once a year." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mine is. This one idea that Curious George has, like, why he's not going to tell anybody about how No Knockin' isn't real. And he was he was just thinking about the, this one kid who's very sad. And he was just like, if there's no noggin, then Halloween just won't be the same. <laughs> also, there's another one where <laughs> I think it's the exact same kid and saying, it can't be No Noggin if it has Noggin. Then it's just Noggin. It's just not the haunted house of very scary fish. <laughs> the haunted house of very scary fish. Yeah, that's in town, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a big Halloween festival in town, and they have 
instead of a haunted house, they have a large haunted fish. <laughs> you go inside the fish, and there's more fish. Yeah, and but then what I noticed <laughs> on this watch through was that after they go through the haunted house, everyone comes out wet, like soaking wet. I was wet. wondering what what are they doing in this haunted house of fish? <laughs> like, do they take a little swim? Like, I like to believe that the fish are just spraying them with water. Or, like, there's just, like, water sensors that go by them and spray them to add more creepiness. There'd have to be, like, buckets of water dropping on them because they're, like, sopping. The man in the yellow hat isn't that wet. It's really just Curious George. <laughs> well, he was wet, too. So, on kind of a related note or side note, or it, is this movie scary or creepy or... It was when I was six. <laughs> And it's not now. Not anymore. Right? Now, so I, what, now I just think it's funny. <laughs> now you just think it's funny. Yeah. What kind of since we're this since this is a Halloween episode, what kind of things do you find scary or creepy now? About the movie? No, not about that. I'm just oh. I'm just saying in general. Mm. You know, you, this is a Halloween movie, and a lot of times Halloween is associated with you know things well, being scary or creepy. The thing is, I don't find most horror actually that scary. Like I don't know. Like, except the actual jump scares themselves. Like, I don't really get that scared by, like, gore and stuff and or blood or anything. Like, I don't know. I'm The things that scare me the most are just, like, really creepy things or, like, I don't know, psychological horror. Okay. Because I was thinking back to our episode where we were at Universal Studios and you two swear up and down that the ride, that, that, yeah, that that Dr. Seuss ride was creepy. That was it so was terrifying. So See, I don't find that creepy like, at all. It's like the scariest the things that like seem so like nice and perfectly fine on the outside, but like you go in and it's like dark and like so like horrifying and messed up. Like that ride, like the deeper you went, like the more distorted their eyes got, like the louder the creepy laughing Soulless became. Eyes. It was like just. So intense. And you could just hear the animatronic like on the laugh surface, you wouldn't even be able them. to tell because it's just like a little Dr. Seuss kids ride, but it is not. It's so scary. See that? That's just so funny because I don't, I don't find that ride scary or creepy in the least. <laughs> the rear of the text in that ride makes it even more creepier. Like it's just the same text from the book, but when you're on that ride, it seems like a horror movie. See, but at the same time, I don't like watching shows like like Stranger Things, but you you two have watched all that, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't find that scary or creepy? It's not that I scary. I find it scary, but like in the way that I like. Like I'm not I'm not really that scared by the... Well, actually, no, I don't really find it scary. I guess I just watch it for the characters. Yeah, it's, that, Stranger Things is not that creepy, but that cat in the hat ride was. Like once again, like the scary things in Stranger Things are just like monsters and blood and stuff. And like, we'll run away. I mean, in Stranger Things, you expect it. Yeah, so like, I don't know, it doesn't really scare me that much. And the cat in the hat ride, it just comes out of nowhere. Like, there are always those games that, like, absolutely just horrify you, and it comes out of nowhere. And there's also a ride for that, apparently, which is the cat in the hat ride. <laughs> right, so so here's another question that I was thinking about, and it's, it's kind of more like an age-related kind of question. So... You know, we have movies, we have animated movies like Totoro, for example, which to me feels like it's aimed at young kids or it can be watched by young kids, but it's also for adults, I think. And this movie, it seems aimed at younger kids 
but you know, are they are they different? Or are they the same? Like what what I don't know. It, it's hard to say what I'm getting at. But do, do you understand kind of what I'm trying to yeah. to point out? So like, like how totally like can be watched by anyone. But like, yeah, well, even though it's like four younger kids. Yeah, and th- this Curious George movie seems very much like it's just a younger kid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think another reason why I like this movie so much is like I find it funny and all because it it was so funny to me that I was so scared by it and just I don't know the random one-liners people have. But um, I think another reason I like that movie. It's because it kind of just encapsulates what I love so much about Halloween. It's like just, you know, you're talking to everyone in the neighborhood. You're just walking around and it's dark and like you're getting into all sorts of stuff. And yeah, it's like, it's not scary. It's like kind of, it's kind of spooky, but like you're not actually scared. So it's more, more for fun. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way I view Halloween. Like you're just spending time in your community and neighborhood. And like just bonding over spooky stuff, yeah. and dressing in dressing costumes, up, <laughs> having fun in costumes, yeah. So it doesn't have to be scary, gory. It could just mm-hmm. be fun. Like when I think of Halloween, I don't actually think of things that scare me. I think of fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And this movie is, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's silly. Not when I was six, but <laughs> for Halloween this year, instead of having a stand, we should just have like a a giant like movie watch. So nobody takes candy; they just watch Halloween Boo Fest. <laughs> Who was your favorite character in it? I think my favorite character is honestly the narrator. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it would be okay just on its own, but for some reason the narration just makes it so funny. <laughs> I really like the one guy who always says the best one-liners and is brushing his teeth. See that old lonesome tree? Bill. His name is Bill, I They believe. call it old lonesome tree. <laughs> <gasps> Who's your favorite character, Dad? Uh, I'm probably gonna, just going to say the man with the yellow hat. I knew you'd say that. Because you kind of are like the man in the yellow hat. Am I the man in the yellow hat? Yeah, I said... Because I'm old. <laughs> yeah. The man in the yellow hat has hair, but... You should dress, it, dress up as the man in the yellow hat sometime, and Evan can be curious, George. And I can be, I can be that one neighbor girl. Now, that would be very interesting. <laughs> I could see Dad as either the man in the yellow hat or Herbert Nanninger. I mean, he could be, like, the narrator and just walk around narrating everything that you do if you're curious, George. Like, Evan picks up some candy. Evan walks down the street. He wonders why there are people walking on the other side of the street. I don't know. Evan sits down and starts recording the podcast. So another thing that we noticed when we were watching the movie is that George seems to understand other animals, like squirrels, for example. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not only George, though. Like, yeah. They're at, at the near the end of the movie, when the squirrel was explaining to George and his friend how... Like how his squirrel ancestors yeah. had like made it a tradition to collect hats on Halloween. Not only did George understand us somehow, but his human <laughs> friend also understands it. So it makes me wonder, you know, why didn't the man in the yellow hat understand it? Did he not study... At, over the squirrel class in school. Well, the man with the yellow hat wasn't there. Mm. So whenever you're like in a moment, like and really focusing on the animal, you can just hear what they're saying. Like no one can understand George. Why are they all understand the squirrel? Yeah, that that's what I was wondering. <laughs> well, the man with the yellow hat sort of understands George. Mm. But mostly just because he draws pictures and stuff, and like points and gestures. <laughs> all right. 
animation style, what did you think of the animation of the show? Uh, re- watching it this time, I realized that the animation was actually pretty good. Yeah, like if you look in the background, like there's people moving around. Like there's just some really intricate details. Like Dad, you pointed out that there was just a random saxophone sitting on a chair at one point. Yeah, I think that was at the thrift store, mm-hmm. and they had all kinds of stuff just sitting out. Yeah, like I noticed, like when he was walking around in the city, like before the Halloween festival, there, like you could just see people in the background. Like they weren't the main focus, but they're just like moving around, putting up posters. It was really cool. I I always like this scene in the cave with the squirrel because there's all these references to like past scenes or things that we've heard about characters losing their hats and you can look at them like oh there's the hat that he had or there's the hat that they had <laughs> yeah so there's a lot of attention to detail then. yeah i think because it, it's supposed to be so like picture book like because it, it comes it comes from picture books yeah it does it does have that picture book quality it feels like a book come to life mm-hmm. very vibrant colors yeah Indeed. All right. Any more on this, or should we uh, give our ratings? I'm ready to give ratings. I think we're ready to give ratings. My rating for this movie is a 9 out of 10. One of the best movies that you and your child can watch, as long as your child is above the age of 6, I guess. Above 6 and below 10? (laughs) Yeah. So if your child is 7, 8, or 9... (laughs) <laughs> so watch it when you're young to build up the nostalgia, <laughs> and then you can come back later and enjoy it, right? <laughs> I think I'd give this movie a 10 out of 10, just because to me, if I can't take it seriously enough to like actually give it a rating, because it is just like a kid's movie. Like It's not the kind of thing that needs to be deeply analyzed, so I'll just give it a 10 out of 10, because I personally <laughs> think it's really funny. Now that I think about it, it kind of sounds like when you describe it, it could kind of sound like a medical prescription. Curious George Halloween Boofest can be taken for ages above, uh, below <laughs> seven. It might cause severe trauma. <laughs> it can also guarantee happiness in the future. Uh, yeah, so it's a cute movie. It's fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed it watching with you both You know, when you were much younger. And I enjoyed it just as much this time. Just mostly enjoying the way you two reacted to it, I think, <laughs> gave me a big kick, just you two laughing at it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, it, it's fine. It's a cute, Curious George movie. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. All right. So there we go. Wrapping up our Halloween <laughs> episode with uh, Curious George Halloween Boo Fest. Now it's time to move on to... Fortune Cookies. That was in sync. Whoa. Wow. Mine for this week is... A well-fed romance nourishes the soul. My fortune for this week is a clever crow will always paint its feather black. Ooh. No, I think that's just like a normal crow. Can't fit Halloween. Mine is be bold, brave, and forthright, and the bold, brave, and forthright will gather around you. I feel like we've had something like that before. Probably. We've probably gotten something similar to most of them before. We've kind of gone through them all. Like, they've got to start making new ones now. Specifically for this podcast. Yes, for us. Everyone else can get the old crappy ones. Lunchbox Reaction Fortune Cookies, when are they coming? <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. Find us on Twitter at Lunchbox Reaction. My name is Brian. My name is Linnea. And I'm Evan. 
And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. So long. Bye. Bye.